You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. Well, good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or evening. Depends on where you're watching from. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. It is 11 a.m. New York time here in the studio. Exactly. So we're we're so thankful that you're here watching with us again today, listening with us. Amen. On this next episode of the Marriage Minute. Hey, um, just to let you guys know, please like and share the broadcast. Uh, We love to get this information out to as many people as possible. I'm sure there are marriages in different stages um, of life and marriages that may need some help and support. And so that's what we're here for. We're here to help people and uh, marriages be blessed and to operate as, as what God talks about in His Word. And we just want to help everybody. So if you go to RevivalNow.com, you can watch us there. You can watch us from YouTube and Facebook at Revival Now, Dan Steep. And uh, so, and, and you can watch us from the app too. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's the Revival yeah. Now app. You can watch us uh, live from there. And I'm forgetting many things. <laughs> um, TV. You can watch us on Roku, Roku and, and Apple, Apple TV, TV yeah. on the Revival Now yeah. app, a TV app. So there's a lot awesome. of different ways you can catch us. And um, we're we're excited about the different opportunities that, that are out there for people to be able to, to to tune in and catch our programming. So yeah. So today we wanted to revisit. Something that we should revisit quite often as a reminder, especially around the holidays and end of the year. So you've got Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas, and then you have New Year's. And so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of celebrating, a lot of family interaction, a lot of relating, let's just say, that happens in the last couple months of the year and starting the new year. And we just want to bring everybody back to remembrance because that's what God does for us, right? He brings us to remembrance of why we should be doing marriage his way and not our way. And if you don't have some of these rules, let's just say we're going to these laws for marriage that Mm -hmm. we're going to go over again today, um, established firmly in your marriage and firmly in your heart, then things like Thanksgiving and get togethers and holidays like that can, can cause you and I to fight against one another because it it does stress people. It is very stressing to have to be, um, Oh, if you're not a relational person, I will just say, Mm -hmm. and you prefer to be in your home more than you do out and about, it's challenging. And if, and if you don't have that established firmly in your marriage and you don't, aren't looking at your spouse as your best friend, your, your partner in life, uh, in the way God ordained it, then, then you're going to have some issues come to the end of the year. There's no doubt. And, you know, I was just thinking about in years past, um, something that you reminded me of, not, not recently, but just, uh, I'm just, it's coming to me. But, you know, when we would go back home to my, my family's home and, um, we would do Christmas and Thanksgiving and and what have you, these big family (laughs) gatherings, what you would (laughs) would see happen with me is I would revert back to old behavior. It was infuriating, um, I will just say. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> a th- talk about okay, youngest born, baby of the family. Hello. And we have two young children, and I'm just like watching you sit on the couch and yeah. take a nap Mom's and do everything for me. I'm running around trying to hello just survive. Exactly. I remember that. I, I would get so I, mad. Oh I, my gosh. I was just thinking about that. So you know. You know, you enter into family dynamics, right? You know, so you're trying to develop. It's hard not to revert when you like, you're in the comfort of your childhood home. And and I get it. But I'm a little more understanding right now than I was. Well, thank God for that. But, you know, it it happens. And I'm sure it happens to a lot of people. And so 
Um, but what, you know, the, the whole point of the marriage minute is to help people to, to move in health, yes, right? We don't want to yes. revert back to old behaviors, old patterns of life, right? Because when we mm-hmm. come together in marriage, we're actually bringing our two worlds, you know, the things that I learned in my Literally history, colliding. They're colliding and they're rubbing. They're very abrasive at times. Mm-hmm. It's like sandpaper on wood, you know, mm-hmm. it's very abrasive. And so <clears throat> what we're trying to do is the two becoming one flesh, mm-hmm. right? And And so what happens is... We can fall back into old patterns around this time Did of I year. Did I do that? In my, you know, I, I, with me... You were just in your own... So. I was aloof. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't even know what was going on. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm in my own world. Things are going great for me. I mean, everybody's taking care of me. Mom's, you know... Spoon feeding Spoon you. feeding me, yeah. making sure yeah. I got enough turkey and ham and whatever other food items there are. Oh, my goodness. But, um, so anyway, enough about that. But, the, you know, the whole point of that is, is that... God does have a way uh, that he wants us to do marriage and life And I think the interesting thing about the word of God, um, which is living and active, we just, I love the word of God. And the interesting thing about it is God doesn't waste any time in his word to talking about these four laws. You know, he creates Adam and Eve Mm -hmm. and then boom, here we are in chapter two. And, you know, he creates the world and Mm -hmm. everything in it. And then we've got Adam and Eve. And now we're talking about um, chapter two. 24, I think verse 24, 24 and 25, 25 yeah. they, they, he gives instructions. And in those two small verses are power packed instructions for your marriage. Exactly. It, it's really It's in cool. the first book. Yeah. Second chapter. First, first book. book. Check it, second chapter. Yep. But, but you know, God instituted marriage and he actually gave us four laws to actually be successful in marriage. So some might say, and we'll, we'll probably, probably reiterate this point. Um, some might say, well, you know, it's, I just find my soulmate and things are just going to work out and I don't have to do much. That's absolutely wrong. How's that you know, working out for you? If, if, my question if, would be. As we talk about in today's program, if, if you would, if you will really embrace these four laws that God lays out mm-hmm. in those two uh, verses in, in Genesis 2, 24 and 25, if you embrace that and actually try to live that out in your life mm-hmm. with a right heart and a right motivation, you can be 100% successful in your marriage. Everybody has an opportunity to Amen. be 100% successful Amen. in their marriage. Amen. If you'll just follow and do thing, do things God's way. Well, what do laws do for us? Well, laws bring order, uh, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, laws bring stability. Mm-hmm. You that's know, right. That's right. Uh, that's another thing. Um, and predictability. And it brings safety. Yeah, protection. Yeah, absolutely. You know what we, what we should do is we should read Genesis chapter two, twenty four and twenty five. Yep. Let's read yep, that let's first, that. and then we're gonna we'll pull from that. So let me read that real quick. I'm I'm reading from the um, um, the New Living Translation. So this is what it says: it says this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. So anyway, we're going to start to break that down here in just a moment. But yeah, laws, the four laws that are in those two pieces of scripture right there um, bring predictability, they bring stability, uh, they bring order, and they bring um, safety. And and what I see in all of that is just you have that peace and that confidence in your marriage. You do. You know, and that is huge. But if you both... If you both are grabbing a hold of that, if husband and wife are grabbing a hold of these things and saying, you know, I can do that. I want to do that. The desire of my heart is to, to do that and to be joined to my wife and, or my husband in a way that only God says works. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I try to do it my own way, you know, we, we, we go off God's path. 
Uh, it ends in a lot of pain, a lot of frustration, chaos, chaos yes, envy, yes. jealousy. There's just so many things um, that happen in that. So it's just like in our society, you know, we have, <laughs> I know, like I joke with you about when you're driving and stuff like that, you know, and stop signs. like my driving. Yeah. Well, stop signs for her is a suggestion. You know, it's not really a law for her. So Why are you ratting me out? Well, I mean, I speed, so I mean, I'm, I'm just as guilty <laughs> as you are. But but I you do know, a rolling stop. I mean, just think about laws in society today. I mean, yeah. they bring order, mm -hmm. right? They bring predictability. If you break the law, you're going to get you're going to mm -hmm. get a, you know, the potential is to get a ticket, mm -hmm. right, for something, running a stop sign, speeding, whatever the situation is, and it brings safety. You mm -hmm. know, because if anybody can just drive whatever speed they want to drive, like not everybody lives in Germany. Yeah, we, Driving we, on the actually, Autobahn. we actually had a friend that, that did that. He went over to the Autobahn and drove as fast as he wanted to, to drive, and he ended up in an accident. He's Serious. got a scar. Oh. Like, it was it was bad. Tremendous and he has, accident. like, um, memory loss and everything. It was it was just It was really a horrific accident, accident so. you know. But anyway, yeah. we're thankful that yes. you know, God saved his life, and uh, that wasn't the end for him. But so... You know, that's what these laws do. Just like they, we have laws in society today, it brings order, it brings predictability, it brings safety. I mean, if you think about it, even on a micro level as a parent, you know, and we're not talking about governmental laws and things like that, but even as a parent, you know, the, the, the term that we use are rules, Yeah. but they're still laws. Right. You know, in every aspect of your life, there has to be some kind of structure and some kind of governing force, if you will, uh, parent to child or, you know, whatever yeah. to, in order to create order, I guess I will say, and not chaos. And predictability. Kids and pre want predictability. They want consistency and predictability. They want to mm -hmm. know what to, what they're supposed to, how they're supposed to behave and, and what the rules are and, and or laws, if you will. And so, you know. this is a parenting class. Today, <laughs> too. It could be. So, but you know, <clears throat> so a lot of people, they, they jump into marriage and like you were saying, they think it's a matter of luck, you know, or we're soulmates and, and it's just going to be great. And we're just going to live on love, you know, and, and all of that stuff. <laughs> I'm starting to think of a country and, uh, song. I'm not going to go there right no, now. No, yeah. So let's jump into the, the four laws again. And we'll probably continue through um, the years bringing these four laws. These are very fundamental, basic laws so for your marriage. And if you want to create a cornerstone, a strong cornerstone for your marriage, for your marriage foundation, this is where you start. This is what you need to start with. So the law, law number one, I'll just jump in, is jump. the law of priority. Yeah. Read Genesis 24. So it says, it says, this explains why man leaves his father and his mother. Exactly. So, the so the law of priority, what is this saying? This is saying that, that once you and I are united in marriage, mm -hmm. he is my first priority. I am his first priority. Not mom when we go home, not best friends and best buds. It's the law of priority. You leave your mm -hmm. mother and your father and you cleave to your spouse. Right. And, and we, when we did this um, topic before, you know, gentlemen, I'll just speak to you. Your wife knows when you're not cleaving to her, your wife knows when, then when she's not a priority. Your wife knows this is something you used to say to me all the time. You know, when I didn't get this law is that I didn't put you first. Mm -hmm. It was. I so wasn't many even anywhere on the top ten list. I don't think. No, I mean it was. And, work. and it's not like I'm not trying to bash him. It's like we just didn't know. Well, this really. is the reality. Yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. need to speak reality because people live in that. And so yeah. what we're telling you is, out of experience, I did not put her first. It was work. It was 
hobbies, playing golf, doing things with the guys, all these other things, and just leaving everything else to us. So I wasn't leaving and cleaving to my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I left my mother and my father, but my behavior and my patterns of doing life were old. And they weren't following what yeah. God actually is certainly weren't out washed in, in the blood and covered by the not Lord. Not at all. Yeah. Not so at that's all. that's number one. That's so your law marriage of has priority. to be first. Your marriage, your spouse, not your kids. <laughs> um, your spouse is yeah. number one. Aside from God, God is number one. Your yep. spouse is your very first priority. Period. And then the next part it says is that you need to be joined to your wife. So this is the law of pursuit. So here's the thing we talked about already briefly. You're, we're bringing two different worlds, you know, even for you younger people out there that are maybe engaged, getting ready to get married, or um, even you're earlier in your marriage, uh, we're 33 years in now, um, you're, you're, you're bringing two different worlds in. Mm -hmm. And so there's going to be a lot of discussion about what your home should look like. You know, what, what are my roles and responsibilities as a husband? What are your responsibilities and roles as a, as a spouse, as a wife? Amen. And so all these things need to be discussed. So how you saw things in your home growing up aren't necessarily how they're going to be. Mm -hmm. They may not have been very healthy either, right? So we want to get to an emotional health to where the marriage is actually functioning the way God intended it to be, mm -hmm. not based upon what we learned and what was modeled to us in those in those behaviors. And so now I've got to, I've got to take a, a real hard look at my life and what I've done and what I've noticed and take some inventory and say, okay, this is not healthy the way that I'm doing life right now. Mm -hmm. I've got to take and, and drop the things of my family upbringing and I've got to bring it together and get in alignment with, with what God's word says about mm -hmm. how I should be as a husband toward my wife, how my wife should be toward me as a, as a, as a, as a, as a spouse and a supporting member. So there's a lot that has to be, I mean, that, that takes time. It takes time. And, and when we talk about the law of pursuit, um, the second law we're talking about, think about what you did um, to, what, what you did to secure my love and affection, mm -hmm. what I did to secure his love and affection. Now, mm -hmm. that may not be the healthy way to go about it the way we did it because we were broken people mm -hmm. and we weren't, weren't uh, believers at the time. But what still holds true is that you put time, effort, thought, energy into pursuing me. Mm -hmm. I was a priority, law number one, and he put he put effort into pursuing me. And I knew that. And so I think when we get into our marriage, you're, you know, you're one and two, oh, it's great. It's, it's awesome. You know, because you're still pursuing each other. You're still trying to impress one another. You're right. still, you know, in that mind space. But as life continues, career change, kids come along, you know, that seems to take a back seat. And and what what that happen what happens is now you get into this um, doldrum of life. You know, it just is happening this way. We just have to. Uh, what is the word? We just have to um, um, exist in our marriage. We endure it. That's well, the, that's what it is. Yeah. And and go. and I have stopped pursuing him, and he has stopped pursuing me. So the law of pursuit. Just think about, you know, when you were single and you were pursuing one another. It's really talking about that, the romance, the intimacy, um, all it's of intentionality. the feels. It's intentionality. It's purposeful. It's not, it's not allowing your, <clears throat> it's not allowing your marriage to go on autopilot. You know, Thank you, you, you get That's in, the word I was looking for. You just, you, you fall, yeah, you <laughs> fall into a routine. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because, like you said, there's a lot of things that, you know, careers, children, 
following your children, supporting them. And then it's not, it's not the two of us anymore. And it's mm-hmm. important, even while you have children and you're, you're, you're growing in your career, you don't forget your family, mm-hmm. you don't forget your spouse, mm-hmm. because why? It's supposed to be first, the law of priority. That's number one, right? Number two is the pursuit. We have mm-hmm. to continually, regardless of uh, where we are in our life, um, we, we have to continually pursue each other. It matters because these are the things that make uh, marriage successful. Yeah, and I'm going to just jump on the women here today because... Please, because men are getting bashed right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I did that yeah. in, the, in the first law. And so second, <laughs> second law of pursuit, hey, ladies... Men know when you're not pursuing them. Men know when when the affection has ceased. When when the um, what does your dad say? He said casting bedroom eyes. You know he would use terms oh like gosh. that. He's, well, I loved him. He's hilarious. He would talk about casting sheep. Sheep. Oh, that's what it was. I don't even know what that means, honestly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, men, men, your husbands know that. They feel that. You know, they are strong for us. They are strong for their families. And we love, we love strong, good, strong Christian men. We love that about our men, but they have a softer side and, mm-hmm. and they do have feelings. And, you know, it, it's very important to you to know that I still think that you're all that in a bag of chips, that mm-hmm. I find you uh, increasingly day to day, you know, sexy and, and handsome and all of that. And I let him know that. And so, you know, that's the law of pursuit. Don't, don't lose mm-hmm. the spark that you had. Exactly. Uh, when you first came together. Yeah. Well, the third one is called the law of partnership. So um, in verse 24, the last part of that, it says, okay, and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. So now everything that you do is a partnership, mm-hmm. right? Everything that you do in life is shared. So yeah, that can apply to like physical things like, okay, we, we have a house, we have cars, you know, we have all these things that we share, but it's also your feelings and your emotions. You need to your share thoughts, all those yes. things with your spouse yes. because your spouse can tell when something's up with you. You know, if they know you, they've been with you long enough to know. They know if something's like deep down bothering you. And and when you when you withhold feelings and emotions, you're not really sharing life together mm-hmm. in, in a complete way. And we did that for years. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even years. know how. Because it wasn't we like I, he wasn't safe for me and I wasn't safe for him. And, and uh, yeah, thank you, Lord, for restoring our marriage and renewing our marriage. Yeah, so it's not just, you know, don't don't think it's just the practical things that you share everything. Like, okay, I'm you know, Donna has a real hard time sharing her snacks with me. You know, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why that is, you know, but, you know, when it comes to like some kind of candy or whatever, Chip, she, I'm not even going to respond to that. I know you're not. That's okay. But she's gotten so much better, though. But it's not just things like that. Yeah, we should share those kinds of things as well. There's more at the store, by the way. Move on. <laughs> but but anyway, um, I, I digress. We'll but never see eye to eye on that. I can tell we'll you We'll never that right see now. eye to eye on that. That's okay. And I do have a select group of people that will be on my side. Uh, there so is. There, there definitely Continue. is. Continue. Um, yeah, there's hands being raised in the studio right now. Uh, that are on Donna's side. I love you. But um, so yeah, no, it's 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 yes, it's all those practical things. But it's please, it's so please, deeper, guys, yeah. I'm talking to you because it's hard for us a lot of times to share our emotions. You know, we we bottle things up many times and we don't let things out. Our our wives want to know. They want to be in our world. They want to understand uh, the challenge that we're facing, the emotions. I mean, it's I I had for the longest time a difficulty even understanding the emotions mm-hmm. that I was feeling. Sure. You know, I didn't yeah. realize that I was frustrated or right. I. I may have been depressed or I could have been grieving something. I didn't even get that. Right. You know, right. I'm going through life and I'm just probably 
you know, no, you can see them. Numb. I'm numb yeah. or I'm, I'm, I'm angry or I'm frustrated or whatever. And I don't even know how to even get in touch with those things. Exactly. Well, I do now. And so she gets to hear that, you know, not, not, you know, in an unhealthy way, but she, she gets to hear me voice what's going on inside of me. And she appreciates that. Okay. And, and vice versa. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. hearing where she's at. I don't want her to go through life struggling with emotions and feelings without me being able to be a resource for her. You know, God put us together for a reason mm -hmm. and we're to support one another. And this is, this is part of that partnership. That's right. You want to do that. That's, that's the law of partnership. And the fourth one we want to talk about is the law of purity. Um, I, I guess I could say this speaks for itself and we can just be done with this one, but I think a lot of people just don't get it. Yeah. You know, the law of purity, what does that mean? Well, Adam and Eve were naked in the garden and they had no shame. Right. No guilt and no shame. Mm -hmm. And so they were in covenant with God, just like we are in covenant with God. And the 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 Bible scripture tells us to keep the marriage bed pure. And and you know, you might be out there thinking, well, you know, I only have sex with my husband and or my wife, and so the marriage bed is pure. Well, it's a lot more than that. We're talking about the eye gate, we're talking about the ear gate, we're talking about um Sexual things that can uh, affect your marriage. So mm -hmm. pornography, yep. adultery, all of that. Keeping keeping the law of purity uh, primary in your marriage is key. Like emotional affairs too. I was just emotional. Thinking about, yeah, yep, it, yep, you know, you, you can you can fall into an emotional affair. It may not be physical at that time, but Jesus, you know, he spoke to that. He said, "If you lust after a woman in your heart, you've committed adultery." Mm -hmm. So. Even even though there's not a physical act that's taking place, emotionally you can be committing adultery. So um, that's that's really the basis. We're not. I'm not saying that that's my standard. This is what Jesus said. Okay, this is his standard for what adultery looks Amen. like. Right. So Amen. when when Donna's talking about this, as far as the law of purity, these are all those things that that are encompassed within that. And so when we when we operate within God's law. Clearly, you know, one of the things we talked about when we have laws is that provides protection, mm -hmm. that provides safety, right? A, a, a spouse, whether it husband or wife, they feel safe when they know that the, the marriage bed and their eyes are only for their spouse. Mm -hmm. There's Amen. purity there. And that Amen. brings safety and protection right. and stability and order in the marriage. That's you don't right. want that to come into your marriage. I'm, I'm telling you, you don't want that to come into your marriage because it only brings heartache and pain and suffering. And uh, for a lot of people, you know, forgiveness can happen within that. But for a lot of people, they can't overcome it. Mm -hmm. And so they get divorced. That God doesn't, he, he allows that. We've talked about that in other episodes. But at the end of the day, he, he does allow for reconciliation and can reconcile if hearts are willing to reconcile. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we go. So Did I throw you a curveball? Yeah, when you did that. <laughs> do this. My husband is not good at taking cues, so. I am. <laughs> Let me just be straight My up. Mind we're, was... we're, I'm worried about time, and let's jump are. to here. That's what let's that Let's go. Means. I know what that meant. <laughs> so, you know, when you when you realize that these laws are important, they're God's laws. They're not, they're not our laws. This is what he's given to each one of us as believers, as married couples, right? Um, we can have success in that. That's right. We can have success. It's not a matter of luck. It's not a matter of, okay, I found the right soulmate. It's not a matter of those kinds of things because you will encounter troubles in your life and in your marriage. It's really about implementing these four laws and doing marriage the way God intended it to be done. And what does that bring? 
That's what we're talking about. If you if you do, let's just say you follow the laws of your city, your state, or whatever, that brings the blessing of you not being in jail, right? <laughs> you Hello. follow the full law, four laws that God lays out in His Word. That brings right. blessing, all of God's blessing, to your marriage. And who doesn't want that? Right. I want that. I want that. I want peace. I want harmony. You know, I don't want false peace, but I want harmony and I want real peace in my life and in my marriage. I don't Amen. want the false things. That, Amen. So what it really comes down to is this, right? Are we going to be obedient? That's the, are, are you going to surrender your way of doing life and marriage and follow God's way of doing life and marriage? Are you willing to do that? That's the, that's the question. And it's really a heart question. We always say that it comes down to the heart. If your heart is right and you want to do the right thing, then you're going to seek after what God says is right, and you're going to want to do those kinds of things. You know, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 says this. God says, I put before you life and death, Amen. blessing and cursing. Now choose life. You have to choose. It's always It always comes down to a choice. Mm-hmm. God puts before us the right ways of doing things. That's what these four laws are about marriage. You can be 100% successful in your marriage when you want to do it God's way. And so when we decide to be obedient to those things, there's going to be success. Amen. It's it's guaranteed, I'm telling you. It's yep. a guaranteed thing. You will have success in your marriage if you're willing to follow what God says. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, where are you going? So regardless, <laughs> regardless of where you're at in your marriage, what we're saying is whether you're in crisis, whether you're in chaos... Whether you think your marriage, because we did this for a long time, we were in false peace, right? Oh, we. Yeah, oh my gosh, totally. we were just blinded to what was. Thank you, Lord, for for great pastor and pastors that had come and helped us to see, uh, walked us through um, some very difficult times in our lives. So whether you're on the mountaintop right now or whether mm-hmm. you're in the valley, mm-hmm. what are we saying? It's never too late. This is what we say all the time. It is never ever too late. God has a plan for your marriage. He has said it. Uh, up in his word so that we could be successful mm-hmm. and have a marriage that we could be um, just so proud of, not in a haughty way, but just uh, so happy and joyful and proud of. And and so it's never too late. Right. Never too late to do the right thing. Never too late. God's not blessing some marriages and couples and not blessing others. That's right. That's right. Please don't blame God for a bad marriage, right? It's individual choices that are bringing about destruction in a marriage or challenges in a marriage or whatever. So don't don't blame that on God. God's laying out in his word what what the right thing to do is, right? So God says in his word also that he's no respecter of persons. What he's going to do for one, he'll do for all. So he's already laid out what it is. Amen. Here's the roadmap for having blessing and success in your marriage. That's right. Um, so he's not just you know cherry picking and saying, okay, well, I want to bless this marriage. I'm not going to bless this marriage. That's not how it works. Your choices make the determination Amen. for whether your marriage is blessed that's or not. That's right. That's good. That's the bottom line. That's good. So that's the bottom like we line. said, it's never too late. Um, God can restore your marriage even now, if you will. So you know what else it's not too late for? It's not too. It's never, ever too late to give your life to the Lord. It's never too never. late. It's never. Yeah. So if you'd like to do that today, there's, there's three things we have to recognize yeah. that we are sinners. Yeah. We have to repent of that sin and we have to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Absolutely. So if you would like to do that today, you know, the Bible says in Romans 3.23 that for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. All means everybody. That means me. That means you. That means all of you watching. Mm-hmm. We have all fallen short. We're not perfect. We, we, we are born into sin. We weren't created perfect. There's only one perfect person and that's Jesus Christ. 
because the Bible says for the wages of sin is death. And we don't want death in our life. If, if we give our lives to Jesus Christ, we have the hope of eternal life. We have the promise of eternal life. So I ask you, if you were to die tonight, if you were to be in a car accident, you know, if you were to, if you were not to be here tomorrow, can you say to yourself with, with a hundred percent certainty that you would know that you are living eternally in heaven with Jesus? That's a huge question. That is a big question. And 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 if there is a, a hesitancy, you know, and, and if you can say, yes, I know that I'm living, I'm, I've got eternal life with Jesus. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Then how do you know that? The only way, the only way to have eternal life is giving your life to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It's not through works. It's not through being a kind person. Because, you know, there are a lot of kind people out there mm -hmm. that will probably end up in hell because they think that being kind is the way to heaven. Yeah. But the Bible is very clear with it's that. It's very clear. Amen. I mean, I've had a conversation even this week with some people about that. And they were talking to me about their good works. I said, good works is not going to get you to heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should be kind. We should be Absolutely. generous. We should and be. We should do good works. We should do good things. But it's not based upon me earning my way to heaven. The only way. Romans 10, 13 That's says, right. for whoever right. calls on the name of the Lord Amen. shall be saved. It's believing on what Jesus Christ did for you and I. He did the thing that we couldn't do, which is he kept God's laws in perfection. Amen. He never sinned. And as a result of that, because we are sinners, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, except for Jesus Christ. When we believe on his work on the cross, when we believe on what he did for us, he became our righteousness. He is our perfection. And so when God sees us, he sees Jesus when we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior because Amen. he sees his perfection Amen. because we could never be perfect. That's right. Only he, only he was. And so that's why it's so important. It's the most important decision you'll ever make in your life is to give your life to Christ today. Today is the day of salvation. Amen. Today, not tomorrow, because we're not, we're not promised tomorrow. That's right. Uh, we're promised today. So... Give your life to Christ today. Most important decision you'll ever make in your life. Amen. Please do that today. So just would you just pray this pray, prayer after me as I lead you? Say this in your heart. Say it out loud wherever you're at, driving down the road, in your home, wherever it is today. Say this today because this Amen. is the foundation for life. This is also the foundation for your marriage. Amen. And so it starts here. It starts right here with giving your life to Christ today. So pray this pray pray this prayer with me today. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you that you died for me. I thank you that you died for me. I thank you that you died and you took all of my sin. That you died and took all of my sin. I recognize that I am a sinner. I recognize now that I am a sinner. And I repent of all of my sin. And I repent of my sin. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Of my sin. Of my sin. And I thank you. And I thank you. And I receive you. And I receive you. As my Lord and my Savior. As my Lord and Savior. I thank you that you died on the cross thank for you me. That you died on the cross for me. And that you're coming back again coming for me. Back again for me. To take me home. To take me with home you. With you. I receive you now. I receive you now. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, hey, if you prayed that prayer with us right now, God bless you. Welcome you. to the Welcome family to the of family. God. Yes. We're so excited. The Bible says that uh, the angels in heaven rejoice over one lost sinner 
coming home. Amen. And so we welcome you. We thank you for making that most important decision that you'll ever make in your life. And this, just know that the angels in heaven are singing and rejoicing and are happy. Just as we are. Just as we are that you came home today. Amen. And we know that just from this point, this foundation in your life, if you gave your life to Christ, it's all going to be brand new for you. Amen. It's all going to be brand new. So what we want you to do is go to our website at revivalnow.com. And on that homepage, you're going to see a big red button that says, I just got saved. Click that button. And there's information that we want you to fill out. Uh, we don't want that information so that we'll just spam you with information and emails <laughs> or whatever. No, we want to send you information and a booklet that will help you in your, your new decision for Christ to help you understand the decision you just made and to support you in that decision. Amen. And so just fill out that information once you go and, and select that big red button on the front page. Fill out that information and be sure that we'll, we'll send you information that will support you. Uh, in your new walk with Christ. Amen. So, hey, God, Amen. God love, hey, we love you. We lo <laughs> God loves you. I want you. to say both at the same time, right. I guess. God That's loves right. you. We love you. Hey, and thanks for watching the Marriage Minute today. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at RevivalNow.com. And send us your Marriage Minute questions at marriageminute at revivalnow.com.